Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. All right, hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode today. Um, I've got Megan here, and she's going to talk to us all about the things she does with her job and being in control of her own business, and I'm really excited. And she has her own podcast, which she can talk about as well. So, hey Megan, how are you? I am good, thanks. Although, as we were saying before the start, it does feel kind of weird to say that you're good at the moment, because it's mm. kind of fluctuating. But I'm good. I'm pretty good. <laughs> Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, totally. I agree. It, it is it is weird. Good is are not really the normal good at the moment, but that's okay. That's what we're all working through. Um, so do you want to tell us a bit about what your day-to-day looks like? I mean, it's probably very different at the moment, but what you usually do with your job and everything. Yeah. So I am a brand strategist and copywriter who works for themselves. Um, now that is mostly working from home while my twin eight-month-olds nap. So it's looking a lot different than it did um, in the first years of my business. But so day-to-day, I will mostly be led by their nap times because when they nap, I work. So at the start of the day, I always note down, like, what are the top three things I need to get done in order of priority so that I know that when they nap, I'm focusing on those exact things, whether it's looking at um, – client feedback so I can then do the next phase of the project or if it's thinking of ideas for an article just making sure that I only have a few things to focus on while they're napping otherwise it goes a little bit crazy trying to get everything in that I need to. And is that something you've always done or did you have other um, jobs before this or? Yeah so I guess it's similar to where I started so when I went to uni I went to uni to do graphic design And while I was there, I learned all about this magical thing called advertising, which I didn't even think was a job. So I ended up focusing on advertising for my last year of uni because I just loved the ideas side of it and found that I was really good at the writing. Um, Mm. And then when I left uni, now advertising is a really competitive industry and you get told while you're at uni that most people are probably not going to get a job in it, but you just have to do what you can. Um, Mm. So you leave knowing it's super competitive. And so one of the things that, I managed to do to get a bit of an edge was I got accepted into this program called award school. So that's this um, kind of extracurricular activity you do. So in the evenings you go to different advertising agencies and get given briefs and practice creating work. And the best thing about that is you're in the right environment. You're with people who are actually working in the advertising industry. Um, And so the day that I handed in that work, I got offered an internship in the advertising agency in Auckland So I worked there for a couple of years and then ended up back down here at the Mount working in branding. So it's similar to advertising, but more focused on, I guess, the businesses themselves and trying to help them work out who they are and then spread that message to the world rather than just being like, buy these things. (laughs) Mm. So that's where I guess it kind of led into what I'm doing now. So I kind of, I guess, a long roundabout way of answering your question. I kind of have always done this, but it's a bit of a... I don't know, it's kind of developed into more of a branding focus rather than just the ideas and advertising part, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And is working for yourself, I guess, compared to working for a company, something you prefer a lot more? Yes and no. Like, I absolutely love that I now get to choose who I'm working with, which is awesome because it means that I'm working on projects that make me really excited and that I align with them. 
which I reckon means better work as well because when you're excited about something you're going to work better you're going to have a better result and on the flip side of that I do miss like the big interaction of working in an agency and the bouncing of ideas because that's always really helpful as well so like anything there's kind of pros and cons Mm. but I'm loving the pros yeah yeah definitely that's really cool to hear um and you have a podcast as well do you want to tell us a bit about that and if that has anything to do with your day-to-day job yeah um it's so funny because when I recorded it I was like I hope no one's ever going to listen to this I don't know if you're the same when we started recording a podcast yeah yeah um it was my first solo podcast so before then I had had a branding one with my previous um um work colleague but yeah I just felt like I wanted to tell people about this whole balancing of babies and work and life Mm. because everyone talks about balance but there's not really any such thing so I figured by talking about it and my learnings along the way and my fails which there seems to be a lot of um (laughs) I made it almost more acceptable to realize there's not a balance and you just kind of work it out as you go but yeah I didn't want anyone to listen to it to start with because I do some very awkward um rapping in the intro (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny yeah I feel like when I first started recording this one as well I was thinking oh my god I do not want anyone to hear what I'm saying I don't even know what I'm talking about yeah and then you also hate the sound of your own voice but then you just sort of start to get used to it after a while yeah I feel like if anything it's always gonna be bad to start with as well yeah <laughs> you have to yeah get through totally. the bad part and then it'll always get better nothing is ever as bad as the first time yeah I agree and it's um good that you spoke about how sometimes balance it isn't a thing because I also did an episode around creating a work-life balance and we discussed that as well how balance is so relative to each person and it's is it even real like we were just talking about is it just you know something people say and something people aim for but is having that perfect balance really real and I think for a lot of people it just isn't and I think hearing that it's real puts so much pressure on everyone to try and achieve it if that makes sense like mm. when you're constantly trying to achieve balance like at the start when I first came home with the babies and was like right I'm cracking back into work properly but I still want to do all the things that I usually do so like running and cleaning because I'm a clean freak and obviously keeping these two babies alive and keeping my clients happy I wanted to try yeah. and balance it all but you just seem to have burnt out when you're trying to achieve this idea of something that's not actually real so once you kind of let go of that and just do your priorities for that day or kind of juggle more rather than try and balance it's so much better (laughs) Mm, mm, totally and yeah having twins must be so hectic at times how did you first like manage that did you manage it all or how did you sort of get used to having to have a career and and be a mum at the same time yeah I guess I started trying to think about it before they even got here so Mm. um I had planned to go on maternity leave for one month in August because they'll do in September, but twins always come early. So I figured August would be a good time for maternity leave. Um, so in the build-up, I just took on as much work as possible. I said yes to almost anything um, as long as I liked the clients, so that's fine. But I said yes to so many things to try and jam it all in there and know that I wouldn't have to worry about anything for that month and that I could ease back into it after. But mm babies do what they want so they ended up coming in July which oh my means, goodness 
I still had a pile of work that I needed to get done. Um, so I didn't really go with my plan. So not so much getting to ease into it, but more just not continuing as always, only with these two little things relying on me at the same time. Um, in a way, it was kind of handy because they were in hospital for, what was it, eight weeks, nine weeks? So it was nice to kind of have this thing, like, work to distract myself and keep my brain going rather than just sitting next to them the whole time freaking out about what was going to happen because they were so early. Mm. So even though I didn't really ease myself into juggling both babies and work, in a way it was kind of what needed to happen for me to keep me Mm. feeling like everything was almost kind of normal and my brain feeling like I had something to do rather than just think about babies. You want to have those things that you have aside from your babies as well so that you don't feel like I guess your whole life is revolving around them even though probably most of it does anyway. (laughs) Yeah and now that it's like like I said the nearly eight months I've found that it's definitely harder to fit work in but I've started thinking about it more of almost separating them. So on Wednesdays, usually when we're not in lockdown, my mum will look after them for a full day. So now I have a full day of just getting all the work done. And it's amazing how productive I am on that one day. And then I have one weekend day as well where my partner will be on baby duty and I'll just like knuckle down and get everything done. And it's kind of nice to have that separation because during the week, then when they're napping, I am often trying to work, but I'm not having so much pressure on myself to get it done because I know that on Wednesday or Saturday I'll be able to crack into it properly I suppose bringing it back to when you first started your own business did you was that scary for you or did you have any worries and what motivated you to just jump into it and do it for yourself um whenever people ask me this I often talk about how I just knew that I had to um like I'd been working Mm. in my agency down here for four years by then and I was I guess I was kind of leading the team quite a bit which I really loved but it had stopped being so challenging. Um, Mm. So I still loved doing the creative work and the strategies and the copywriting, but it wasn't as much of a challenge for me anymore. And I guess one of the cons of being in an agency is the opposite of how I get to choose clients that I like now is that you kind of work with who they've got. And so some of the clients didn't entirely align with my values, which I found quite hard. Um, So my gut had kind of been telling me for a while, like, you need to do something different. You need to make a change. And I kept being like, no, <laughs> this is comfortable. I know what I'm doing. But, mm. you know, when you try and resist what your gut's telling you, it generally doesn't go so well. It just keeps telling you and telling you until you're kind of forced to, like, do what it says. Mm. Maybe just do what it says in the first place. But, <laughs> yeah, I guess feeling like it was the only choice made it not scary. And in a way, scary is not necessarily a bad thing because, like I was saying, how it wasn't so challenging anymore. Scary meant that it was going to be challenging, which is always good. Yeah, definitely. And when you look back on it now, do you think there were things that you would have done differently or you sort of just enjoyed the journey of creating something for yourself? I don't think I would necessarily have done anything differently. Maybe I would have listened to my gut earlier rather than try to like hold on. Because you know when you know you should be somewhere else, you kind of end up not unhappy, but just not, it's just not right. You know when something's not right, you don't enjoy it as much. So I think I would have if I was to go back and do it again, I would have left earlier and gone out on my own. But mm. I mean, there's no point having regrets because you can't change things. A few things I think that I did well, which might help other people, is when I started thinking about going out on my own, I started 
looking at different places in the area who might need my skills and then just start reaching out to them before I even left my work. So that was quite helpful because by meeting more people and talking about it and finding out where their gaps were that I might fill, it made me feel confident that I would eventually find clients like that, if that makes sense. Did you think that like for people who are wanting to do that same thing and start a business for themselves that having that confidence is an important part of that piece or you can sort of just jump into it without sort of knowing what's going on (laughs) it's interesting because lots of my clients are people who start their own businesses and there's definitely like people do both ways (laughs) and it seems Mm. to work out because it always goes whatever your personality is but I definitely would recommend the first way where you go out and you start like testing the waters by talking to people and um, also starting to look at your finances is a really good idea as well because if you can make yourself some leeway, then it makes it a lot less scary as well. Yeah, definitely. And and is personal development and self-development something that is important to you? And what Do you do that as a part of your job and to, I guess, increase your skills um, in your personal life as well as in your career? Yeah, it's interesting because I definitely find the – I don't so much spend heaps of time doing, for example, like Instagram courses and things like that. I like to think about Mm. the – I'm saying think too much – the thinking behind the um, actual brands. So I recently did a course which is all about psychology and copywriting, which I found really interesting because when it comes to branding, a lot of it is about psychology and we don't even – know why we're having the reaction we're having to a brand it's just automatic so it's really nice Mm -hmm. to learn more about that kind of side of things which I would never again I never thought I would have been learning about if I had stayed in my career path that I had been on but I'm actually finding it so fascinating learning about how the brain works and how it actually impacts all the decisions that we make and how we should really be thinking about it when it comes to our branding and business as Mm. well as personal development like oh I'm having that thought because of this (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, definitely. I think that sort of stuff is, is really interesting as well. I'm actually listening to a podcast at the moment um, that the host is currently doing her master's in neuroscience, I think. And she talks about normal everyday stuff like relationships or jealousy or just stuff like that, but then ties in what she's learned through her neuroscience degree. And it makes it so much more interesting and almost like applicable to your life because you're thinking oh yeah that is exactly why you think like that yeah I guess throughout owning your own business it would be quite stressful sometimes when that those um stresses do happen what are some things you do to sort of tell yourself it's all going to be okay and you're going to be able to get through those challenging times um one thing I have told myself ever since I first went out like the first day even was you know I can always just go and get a job Um, and that almost takes away the pressure of having to get things right especially when you're having one of those weeks where things feels like things are just not going right at all Um, Mm. because it doesn't necessarily have to be your forever decision so it makes it easier to make decisions because there's not that pressure to make the perfect decision Um, Mm. and then I guess when things are a bit tricky I kind of go back to what is it that fills my cup up like go for a run, go to the beach, like take some time away from my computer. Even if I do have heaps of deadlines, sitting there stressing about whatever's not gone right is just going to make it harder to get work done. So like going out and doing my run or going to the beach is just um, mandatory if I'm having one of those weeks or days. Mm, 
Yeah, and living in a beautiful place like the Mount must make that a lot um, nicer to do as well. Oh my gosh, it's incredible. We live um, one street back from the beach, so the beach beach access is like a few steps from our driveway, and it's oh, it's so handy. Yeah. Now I just from having a day where I'm like, oh, this lockdown thing is really getting to me. I just walk through the beach access, have a look at the waves, and everything is better. Totally. I feel like the ocean is so calming and I follow so many people who live in the Mount on the One Up Project Instagram. And honestly, I just sit there so jealous when they're getting up for their sunset walks or their sunrise walks or sunset walks along the beach. I'm like, oh, I want to move there. It looks so, so stunning. It is. And just relaxing. We're so lucky. Like walking on the beach, you feel like you're on holiday, even though you're at home. Mm, yeah, 100%. So that's probably quite a good point to make, actually, is, you know, when you feel like you have so much on your plate, especially if you've just started a business or even if you're working for someone else, that you can't take time for yourself. But that's kind of when you need to make time for yourself the most. Mm. Because when your brain is just filled with all those things and you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed out, sitting on your computer trying to do more work or replying to a client email that wasn't so great, it's never going to go that well it's better to just go do something that makes you happy whether that's like a 10 minute walk or go and have a cup of tea I don't know just take a break and then come back and you'll find that everything is so much better than you can reply to the email without sounding a little bit grumpy or you can actually get work done without your brain like focusing on whatever it was that went wrong Mm, yeah I couldn't agree more I think there's so much importance in taking time to slow down and slow not only your body down but your mind down and actually just take a second to just to breathe almost because I feel like a lot of people can get caught up in you're doing a million things at once but then once you actually force yourself and sometimes you really do have to just force yourself to slow things down you will like you say feel just a little bit more relaxed my um partner, if he comes home and I'm I've, maybe I've not got through all the work that I wanted to do or the babies are being really annoying, he's like, go for a run. Like, go outside, <laughs> go for a run. And mm. he's always right. I'm always like, no, I don't have time. I need to get this thing done and send it off to the client or I need to whatever. And he's just like, no, go mm. for a run. He's always right, but don't, I'm not going to let him listen to this so that he hears it. <laughs> yeah, of course not. No, definitely not. <laughs> can never admit that they're right. Um, so what Looking back on, I guess, how long it's been now within within your business, what's been your favorite part and like a bit that makes you feel really proud of yourself? Oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> Again, like I haven't even reflected on things like that, which I feel like I probably should. It's something that I guess we should all do more often is think about what we've done mm. that's made us proud. Well, surviving three years has definitely made me proud because most <laughs> businesses apparently, when you see the stats, they go under in the first year. Um, mm. so I guess that's something to celebrate that I'm proud of. Mm. I think probably the thing that I'm most proud of is that I have gotten good at saying no to things that don't fit with me or mm. don't feel right. Because when you first start a business, especially a service-based one, you often feel like you need to say yes to everything because one money, like you're always like, Oh my gosh, now that I am running this business, I need to make sure I get enough income to like pay rent etc and two because you feel like you're new so you should be taking everything on but Mm. I guess one thing that I am proud of is I've gotten quite good at saying no to things that aren't 
like aligned with my values or maybe it's not a project that I necessarily enjoy so I'll pass them on to someone who is good at for example like Facebook ads or something if someone comes to me for that I'll often pass them on to someone else who's really good at it and who actually likes it um Mm. but yeah that's probably the biggest thing is learning to say no and what things to say no to yeah definitely I think that's really important and especially when it comes to doing work that aligns with your values because I feel that if you don't do that it you don't feel fulfilled and you feel really unsatisfied. Yeah, and that's kind of the whole reason why people start businesses in the first place in a way. Like mm. obviously it's because um, they want more flexibility and things like that, but a lot of the time it's because they want to do something that makes them happy. So if you're saying yes to all these things that aren't aligned with you, you're not going to be happy. So what was the point? I guess I just wanted to ask a final question. If because there will be people out there who are sort of starting their career journey listening to this and they're unsure what they want to do and they look at like the people who I'm interviewing and think, I don't know how they went from having a job to owning their own business or doing something that they really enjoy. What are some advice for those people? Should they try and seek out what they enjoy or try different things or what do you think is important for them to know? I think you definitely have to find something that you enjoy but also that you can sell. Like mm. I love coming up with ideas and helping brands, but I, that's my skill. So it works really well together. Um, I'm a list person. So I'd almost suggest like making a list of like, what are all the things you enjoy? Why do you enjoy them? Cause the why is also really important. And then also a list of all of your skills and you can kind of see what overlaps there and start exploring like, what is it that you actually want to try? And mm. I guess most of all to not be scared of it. Like I said earlier, like scary can be a really good thing. It's good if we scare ourselves because we're challenging ourselves. And like I said, you can always go get another job. (laughs) Even now, Mm. even in this climate, like supermarkets are begging for people. Zika here, Zika, Zika, the key fruit, like begging for people. (laughs) So if, if you go out there and try something and it doesn't work, know that there's always like a backup. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think it is good to have that practical tip of you can always go get a job because at the end of the day, you can. And that is, that was, that's like, I feel is really reassuring. Yeah, I tell myself that all the time because if that's the worst case scenario, that's not a scary scenario at all. Mm, 100%. And especially since now for you, you've got all this experience behind you of owning your own business and you must just think, well, I'm just going to do what I want because at the end of the day, like you're confident in your skill and your ability and it's going so well for you that why wouldn't you be? <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess that's right. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> you're like hearing it from someone else. You're like, oh, you know, that is what I'm doing. I'm just doing what makes yeah. me happy and I'm good at, but it's not what you think about when you're thinking about it yourself. <laughs> mm, cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate having you on today thank you. and I'm glad that we could talk about all of this stuff because it's going to be really valuable for the people listening yeah i hope so i hope that all makes sense and i didn't talk too fast (laughs) (laughs) no you didn't at all that was great all right guys thank you so much for listening i really hope you were able to take something valuable away um be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at the one up project and i'll catch you on the next one